Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello, and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast brought to you by Positive Approach to Care. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, along with Tifa Snow. And Tifa, we know what happens somewhere out there. Somebody has been told, you should check out that Tifa Snow lady. And all they're hearing is wah, 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 because so much of the information that's available, I was just showing you a magazine earlier, is not really specific to my needs. So mm-hmm. tell me what's different about Tifa, what's different about positive approach to care. This is sort of a history lesson for some of us. A little us. history lesson. So, I mean, I guess what's really important to know is I'm an occupational therapist by training, and we are doers. We like to problem solve with people to figure out what is it you want to be able to do, what's getting in your way of doing it, and what could we modify in the environment, in your abilities, in the uh, support that you have in the, the task itself, what kind of changes could we make so that you can feel successful at that? And when it involves several people, we might need to really look at all the people who are involved and figure out how the puzzle pieces fit together. So one of the things that's different is we're into talking about once you're on the other side and it looks like you might have some brain changes going on, how are you going to keep living life? Because we think you should, and we think you should plan ahead, but live in the moment. We think you should think about the possibilities of things changing and needing different support and what that might look like for you. But then we think you should live in the now. So to do that um, and live well, I think you're going to have to probably look at making some changes because if you have dementia, you can't do it the way you used to. It's sort of the definition of having dementia. And it means the people around you are either going to have to figure out how to be supportive or you're going to have to find some new people to be around you. Uh, You may have to look at a new housing situation, potentially. You might need to look at a new new stuff in your environment so that you're still going to be able to need to look at technology and how you use it and what your capacity is for use is, um, how you fill your time. So one of the things we do at Positive Approach is when people first enter the door, we say, well, what's your relationship to dementia? I mean, are you living with it? Uh, you're somebody who's developing it, you think, or you're not even sure? Are you somebody who's a family or a, or a friend, somebody's trying to support someone, an individual, a, a professional? Or are you an organization that's going to be providing care and support um, or something else? We're trying to figure out who is everybody so that we can offer the right kind of support. And then we have things like chat or consults or 800 numbers or emails that allow people to ask a question. And then we try to figure out what resources from what they're saying might be a good match with us or with someone else. Um, What kind of dementia are you interested in? Um, What do you know about X? You know, tell me a little bit, you know, so we have resources and we also have products and we have services, but our first level of involvement is not to sell anything. It's really to find out what it is you are looking for, what you might need, what you're aware of, what you're not aware of, and where you may want to build your skill. So we know what's happening for you and what we could do that might help you or how to move you to a place where you might get what you're looking for. 
So I'm going to jump right back to the beginning again, just because, you know, it's sort of the curiosity in me. How did Tipa Snow all of a sudden, out of all of the people who work in healthcare, senior care, any other type of care, how did Tipa suddenly start? Did you have a, a, an epiphany one day? You sat back and you looked and you thought to yourself, mm -hmm. you know, we could do better. I mean, did you just wake up with this thought one morning? People want to know these things. Yeah, well, it's interesting because I think it actually started, you know, I, I, I definitely was involved in my grandfather's life when he moved into our house, but that wasn't it. I mean, that was just what I was doing. As a teenager, I worked with uh, kids with developmental disabilities and autism and cerebral palsy and Down syndrome. And so I, I found out that people were able to do things if you gave them the right support that other people didn't think they could. So, you know, I do after school, I do weekends, I do summer camp. And I, I found I had that skill to help provide that support. So people had fun. My team had a great time and, you know, people would come in and they'd go, oh, how did you do that? And it was like, well, you do this and you do that. And it's like, oh, wow, that's remarkable. And it's like, no, it just makes sense. And then I went to college and thought I was either going to be a physician or a teacher. And, but then that, that wasn't it. I ended up going all the way through Duke with a degree in zoology after five different majors. And I still didn't know where I was going to land, but I started working as a desk clerk, still trying to figure it out at a, at a, at a, uh, in at UNC at the Carolina Inn. I worked nights and I had days free. So I volunteered and worked at an, a, a kid daycare and an adult daycare, quote unquote, in the basement of a church. And that's where somebody who was starting the OT program found me. So I think it started with curiosity. And that's always what's driven me. And then I try things out and I'm not afraid to try things out. And then when I find something, I'm not afraid to go, oh, come look at this. I'm curious. What do you notice when I do this? And people are like, oh, and then I, I role play things and people sort of get some stuff. And that's how it all started was little continuing ed, ed things that I'd offer and people really enjoyed them. So you're, you're a mixture of, of knowledge, experience and theatrics. Yeah, and curiosity. I think curiosity. curiosity. Yeah, I forgot that one. Sorry. Yeah, it's really important. Well, the theatrics is is really mm -hmm. important as well because you have shown us that we can do things. You give us the courage to try things and to fail because we're not going to get it right the first time we try it. I mean, the first time I tried to feed myself with a spoon, I imagine it was kind of a mess. It was pretty messy. Your mom could report out on it, but you know, you don't remember all the failures. You remember eventually you got good at her. You wouldn't be where you are today. A little too good. Yeah. So when you ask, when you ask me, how did I start? It's like, I just started and I didn't know what road I was going to end up on until I'm where I am now. I still don't know where I'm going to end up, but you know, it turns out that what we do here is really apparently something that appeals to people because it's practical, but it's thoughtful, but it's evidence-based, and it's also satisfying. And so suddenly, instead of a horrible condition, it's a challenging condition. And that, to me, is what makes all the difference is when I can be challenged and successful uh, versus when I'm overwhelmed and I don't know what to do. Lifelong learner? Yeah trying things out all the time that's what life is isn't it I thought <laughs> this is a trial run for something Tifa. oh my gosh <laughs> well gosh yeah I don't know where I'm gonna end up so I gotta keep rehearsing different stuff you never know what you're gonna be called on to try next you know 
people if people want more information sort of just generally on the services that positive approach offers because you have so many you've expanded uh, you know the pandemic was bad for some things it was good for positive approach in one sense because you reinvented a whole bunch of things what sort of information can they find or where can they find it yeah i mean we are on all the media all the social media i mean we even have a tiktok account we have a youtube we have um we have on Twitter, we've got all that stuff, but we also have a website, we have Pinterest, um, we have lots of free resources. Um, we do that stuff because we know different people have different ways of connecting with information. Uh, we have chats, we have 800 numbers, good grief, we've got so many ways, and we have practitioners out there. People who have taken courses and are opening their own practices. And I think there's a group called Solitary Birds where they all work independently and yet they come together on a weekly basis and, and you know, the little flock sort of moves and then they go out and do things in the world. And we have people all over the world because dementia is everywhere. Oh, now people know a little bit more about that Tifa Snow Lady. Yeah. Tifa, thank you very much. Thank you, Greg. You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast brought to you by Positive Approach to Care. For more information on today's program or any other information related to dementia, simply open your browser and type in tipasnow.com.